Uh, and uh, some really uh, good news coming out of the racing industry yesterday, uh, and that uh, is uh, for Sam Burgesson. He's uh, been an assistant trainer at Tiakao Racing for a while now, working closely with uh, Jamie Richards in his time there, and now, of course, with Mark Walker. Uh, well, next season he'll be working even closer with Mark Walker because he's uh, been promoted into the training partnership with a man who is currently in a record-breaking season, 180 wins deep with a couple of months still to go. It's exciting stuff and a big move for our biggest stable, and Sam Burgesson is with us on the line from their Matamata base uh, right now uh, after, I guess, uh, full winnings work, work already. Sam, good morning to you. Morning, Smithy. Thanks for having me on. Hey, no problem, Sam. What great news, eh? Had um, did you expect this this soon? Yeah, well, probably probably not. Looking back over the last sort of few years, it's sort of come around um, really fast. Um, you know, it's obviously massively exciting and, and a huge challenge. And yeah, I'm really really looking forward to the upcoming upcoming season. It is uh, an interesting thing because uh, Sam, it's not as if you hedged everything in your early life on. Being a, a horse trainer, because uh, of course you're son of uh, of Royden, uh, grandson of uh, of Herb, of, of course. So racing was in your blood as such, but you actually went to varsity and decided to to get a background. What in accounting? Yeah, yeah. So funny. Yeah, I sort of obviously grew up with the horses, um, being from a family family background with them. Um, but it's funny enough, Dad sort of tried to steer me clear of the horses. He, um, I was actually quite good in school. I had Pretty, pretty good grades and I didn't mind my footy as well so they, both my parents sort of encouraged me to go to varsity um, and I was really good at accounting at school so I sort of went down that path I got a cadetship so I worked sort of 30 hours a week as an accountant and, and studied as well um, so just studied probably part time and try to keep, keep up to date with it during summer school and things like that so it sort of took me four and a half years um, four and a half years for a full degree and then I got to the end of it and I sort of knew in my heart it wasn't really really for me so I decided to go travelling um, and ended up in Ireland um, playing footy and sort of that came to the end and just through family friends I, I got back into the horses um, and ended up working for Aidan O'Brien um, at Bally Doyle over there in Ireland so and once I was back into it I just you know it reinvigorated me a bit and I, I just loved absolutely loved it. Um, and look, if my visa hadn't run out, I actually probably could still could have still been in Ireland. I, I loved it there, and the people were great, and it was a, it was a great experience, and and working with some fantastic horses. Is it easy, Sam, to compare Bally Doyle to Tiako? I mean, as a, as an operation, the Bally Doyle ultra successful. The O'Brien's a seriously long history of being successful in racing, uh, and then of course you come back to uh, now our most successful stable. Yeah, sort of. In terms of the training methods, it's a, it's a lot different. They train the horses sort of different there um, in Europe. Um, so Valley Doyle was all sort of private property, and they had their own amazing training tracks, sort of all a lot of uphill gallops and things like that. But in terms of the systems um, and, get, and getting the people in and things like that, it, it is very similar. Um, you know, and in, in, in terms of instilling a work ethic in the staff as well, I think, um, you know, you are working for the for the top stables and, and, you, and you do work really hard, but it is really reward, rewarding. Sam, Louis here, pal. Great, uh, great to have you on and congratulations. I think this is such good news. We, we love young people kind of prospering in this industry. We need more of it. You've worked under some great tutors, as you just mentioned there. What was the benefits of working really closely with Jamie and now Mark for the last year? Have you picked up different bits and different methods of how those two operators do things with the same operation? 
Yeah, sort of, um, like they've sort of come through the similar system, sort of, um, obviously Mark was, came through with Dave and, and sort of sort of founded it, kicked it all off for Te Akeo, um, and then and Jamie sort of came through that system. So they sort of trained similar, but sort of had different little quirks and different personalities and, diff- and a sort of a few different little things that they like to do with horses. Um, but ultimately similar, it was just sort of more more um, their personalities, um, how, sort of how they deal with staff, things like that were slight slight variances, but ultimately, you know, they, they're both great trainers in their own right. Um, and, and look, I'm, I was extremely lucky to work under both of them and they've been so great, great to me and look, I'll never be able to repay them for the things they've taught me and, and, and the opportunities they've given me. Can we look at the operation now, Sam, as uh, you see it? Uh, is, you scale down a bit during winter? Yeah, yeah, sort of. Um, well, actually, a couple the good horses have gone for a spell, but there's actually a few sort of filtering in back now before it gets sort of too wet and too cold. So, so Imperators and Campionessa and horses like that, um, they're sort of just, just arriving back in the stable. So we're, we have had a, a bit of a quiet period, but we're sort of ramping things up again now. Do you know every horse in the stable? <laughs> yeah, 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 I do, I do my best. Yeah, how do you know sure. that? How do, how, do you get, how do you get to know them, you know, um, as they come through? I mean, because I've, I would think that's one of the hardest damn things to do is to know the, their idiosyncrasies, their, their, their likes, their dislikes. At the end of the day, they're animals and they, you know, they're not anywhere near the same. So how do you get to know all of those things? Yeah, sort of Jamie and Mark have really instilled that you, you, you do have to have your finger on the pulse with it. You know, um, you've sort of got to give your life to, to the job. Um, in a sense, in that you, you do you do need to know these things. So look, we have we, we like I said before, we sort of have the systems in place that we can sort of determine you know what these horses um, their idiosyncrasies and and their habits and sort of you pick up little quirks and we we have a trot up every Monday where we trot up every horse um, in front of Mark and I and, and we sort of monitor how they're doing how 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 they look in the coat um, sort of how they're responding to the work things like that um, and. And, and just, yeah, different systems. We've got a big um, master schedule that we sort of look at every day and it's sort of got plans for the horses, um, where they're at, how long they've been in work, things like that. So, yeah, we, we, we keep a good, a good track of it. I can uh, I can absolutely back Sam up on that, Smithy, because I had a slow horse, a little tiny share and a slow horse, and uh, the the updates we were getting, it was like it was a fast horse. Seriously, so they treat them all the same, <laughs> and it was pretty incredible how, how well Mark knew that horse, um, even though it was going through a bad form period. Sam, is there something that we won't realise as punters about what, going from an assistant trainer to a training partnership looks like? Is there a slight difference or variance in your roles that you, what you are about to be doing in the next season that we probably aren't aware of? Uh, yeah, it's probably probably um, more to do with um, sort of making a... Sort of Mark sort of made... He um, sort of refers to me and Reese a bit about sort of plans for the horses, but it's probably sort of stepping up a bit in that sense and, and sort of firming up plans and making more suggestions to Mark and things like that, just sort of more hands-on with Mark and, and a lot to do with owners as well, sort of taking the pressure off him a bit there and updates and things like that, sort of um, sort of get, getting in front of the camera and things like that as well, sort of showing face and, um, yeah, being, being a more prominent role, I guess. It's a really important decision, this, uh, and, I, and Louis touched on it before because 
uh, you know, the, the racing industry has to have a future. Um, and the likes of yourself and Reese and, and, you know, other young trainers around the country, do, do you sense uh, when you travel that um, there is um, a move for younger people to get heavily involved in, in the industry? Oh, for sure. And I think the industry is sort of focusing on making a big effort in, ret- in retaining our young our um, younger generation. Um, obviously, it's sort of hard to um, keep people here um, in New Zealand when Australia is so uh, lucrative. It's, you know, the industry is just absolutely thriving. And we've probably gone through a tough patch. Um, but, the, you know, the New Zealand industry has got a lot of positives to look forward to. Um, hopefully, once Ellerslie gets up and going and, and this new partnership um, with Entain and things like that, you know, there is a lot to look forward to um, coming up, hopefully, if, if we can get it all going. So, yeah, the industry has, has made a massive um, push for us to sort of stay here, and I think there is a lot to look forward to. Um, and sort of Dad's always sort of said to me, you know, us old, he's always said, us, 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 us old fellas, we can't do it forever, so we do need some young young people coming through. Yeah, I think it's great, actually. As um, I've seen David Ellis socially, um, and he's pretty mean when it comes to the social side of life. What about as a as a, a director over the top of you? Is he is he, is he a fair man, David Ellis? Yeah, yeah, he is. To be fair, he's very fair. Um, and and fair play to Dave. Like from day one, whenever I met him, he said, "Look, mate, if you ever need anything, I'm I'm just a phone call away." And he's and he's always been like that. He'd do anything for the staff, and he, and he, and. He is, he is one that's always sort of supported the younger generation and hasn't been afraid to um, have, have a go on. Probably someone that's maybe a bit less experienced, but, um, yeah, I, I, I can't thank him enough for the opportunity. No, it's true, Sam. I, again, I'd just like to echo that because personally, and, and I know lots of other younger uh, people our age that are coming through in different variations of roles in the industry, and he is always very supportive. And, you know, he might cop a little bit of flack here and there from certain corners, but I think... Um, those that have got to know him know that he really does care about what comes next after him, which is not what you can say about everybody that gets to that scale, Smithy. No, it's not. And Sam, um, you know how you talk to the radio uh, all the time, and uh, as a train from a training point of view, and they they always ask you to to tip one out because uh, the races are today in your backyard. Well, this show's no different. So here we go. Uh, have you got anything lining up today or at the weekend that uh, a couple of uh, battlers on Struggle Street like Louie and I could get could get hold of? Oh, um, well, we'll go today because it's races today. Um, there's actually one that's at a bit longer odds. It trod, we haven't actually had a runner on the um, synthetic in a while, but it trod really well on there, and I think that's the key. That's the, if, the course, if the horse can cost, cop the synthetic, it normally normally goes well and we know she's trialled well on it so French Rose um, she's, I think she's paying 7 or $8 so could be one worth a dollar each way I'll take that I'll take that uh, Sam any day of the week uh, $7 one up will do me hey uh, just uh, reiterating congratulations great news for you great news for the industry great news for Tiakau uh, enjoy what's coming up thanks for your time mate awesome thanks thanks so much guys thanks for having me